This episode of WTF Landier Radio Show is not brought to you by the World Economic Forum, WEF, but the members of the World Economic Forum are gathering to bring about the abilities to create a phenomenal world. What is the phenomenal world that we are looking into? Well, join the conference in Davos, Switzerland. Maybe you can get on the guest list of the World Economic Forum. WTF and WEF, not in collaboration, but possibly in the future. The views expressed at WTF Landia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Welcome to your WTF Landia radio show, folks. It is your girl, Char Michelle. I hope you're well. I hope that you are better than well. In fact, I hope that you're terrific. (laughs) I hope hope that you're all doing exceptionally well. Because, wow, times are interesting, aren't they? Times are quite, let's just say they're, 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 Unique, right? I'm going to have a sip of coffee on that note. Now, I'm not sure. Back in the day when I used to do this podcast, I used to sit on the porch. I would light up a cigarette. That was back in the day when I indulged in that toxic behavior. Cigarettes just aren't a thing. Neither are vapes, I'm going to be honest. Those are just, just secretly despicable. Like, at least the cigarettes, you can smell it. And you're like, bad habit, she quit that. <laughs> Vapes, you smell like cotton, cotton candy. You're talking about, hmm, that smells delicious. I was walking by, I was walking down the street the other, during Christmas. And uh, I, it just had this lovely, like, aroma of Christmas. It was like pine trees mixed with a little bit of peppermint. And I was like, oh, it's just, and the, 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 the lights were sparkling in the streets. And I was like, ah. Turned to my daughter. Ah, it just feels like Christmas. It smells like Christmas. She's like, Mom, it's a vape. I was like, ah, punching air. <laughs> Ugh. Gosh. They somehow found a way to make cigarettes undetectable. And it's even 50 times worse, apparently. So the, to those of you youth that are, or adults that are indulging in Vaping, please stop. Your popcorn lungs and confuse your the old folks like myself. It's weird. Anyways, that's the least of our worries. We've got bigger fish to fry here, folks. We have something that feels like a lot, like a loop around of. Well, it feels a little like gerrymandering. Uh, of our four senses. It feels like, I don't know if that's the word, but it feels like 
you know what it feels like? It feels like I got to do, let's do what's right, but let's make people feel like we're doing what's right. But at the same time, let's take away your rights. Does that make sense? So anyways, if you're not concerned, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, you probably saw the title. It's a new bill that uh, was just passed called Bill C-63. And uh, it's interesting because it pulls out the heart, at the heartstrings quite a bit. At least for me, it does. Because what this bill, and again, hey, you do your own research, folks. I need you guys not to come to WTF Landia radio show for precise and exactness. We talk around, we talk about the point around it, and we we talk to it. But we ain't going to get it 100% factually right. That's the thing about WTF. You should leave here with a little bit of that on the brain, which would make you want to learn more on your end about what it is you think. Okay? So we safeguard your ears from thinking that this is the way and this is how you do it. No, no, no. The only way in the truth of the life is the Father, God in heaven. Through his son, Jesus. That's the way you get to the truth. Otherwise, you're just listening to, you know, people regurgitate what they think is is true, right? And that comes from comes from anything you find online. Speaking of online, this is what that bill discusses. And it is interesting because what the bill highlights is child safety. Me being a mom of three who as a child dealt with some of those safety issues from adults, I get it. I'm for it. Now here comes the however part. It's the way the bill is lined up. It's the way it's to speak. And I'm the type of gal that likes to look for language, right? You know, I study I study political science, right? So I look, I, I read a lot. I have to read a lot. And I also thought I would go into law, so I studied that as well a little bit. Did never take the degree, though. Never took up on, on going further in that. But it doesn't stop me from reading the language of things. And it's called Bill C-63, the Online Harms Act. And this bill, according to... The Honorable Arif Varani, Minister of Justice and Attorney General of Canada, thinks it would create an online protection for children and better safeguard everyone in Canada from online hate or other types of harmful content. We're going to talk about what the bill entails, and then I'm going to discuss to you why I think this could be a rigmarole of your freedom of speech being tampered with possibly and this take this with a gentle understanding that this coming from a gal who sees both ends of the spectrum on this particular bill personally and professionally Okay, so it would hold online platforms, including live stream and adult content services, accountable for the design choices made that led to the dissemination and amplification of harmful content 
on their platforms and ensure that platforms are employing mitigation strategies that reduce a user's exposure to harmful content. We're going to stop there because that right there is pretty obvious. I personally don't have any OnlyFans accounts. It doesn't mean that I didn't try to sign up for these things at first to see what it looked like in there. (laughs) It is not for me. I might have even signed up for a foot account. I can't get my feet on there because it is not for me either. All right. So when you go try to do your research and find signed up, find if I've signed up for these online accounts, I might have for research purposes. But you're not going to find my booty hole in there. Oh, boot, boot toot in there because it's weird. We all have one. Don't get all up in your up in your feelings. But that right there, I'm going to have to wholeheartedly agree with. We don't. And, and also because I do Instagram. And when I'm doing Instagram, for some reason, I have booty. Speaking of holes, booty butt naked viewers on my stories that aren't even following me that is completely adult content and when you go to their page it's even worse than a booty hole it's more holes and things that i shouldn't see i would just literally croak if my child had to see that i don't think they ever need to encounter any of that until they are of age and they're married in my household and they can encounter that. <laughs> Otherwise, no thank you. You see what I mean? So that part I get. That's obvious. Now let's move along. For too long, we have tolerated a system where online platforms have offloaded their responsibilities onto parents, expecting them to protect them, their kids from harm that platforms create or amplify. That's true. Parents, it's our it's our due diligence to go and try to see exactly what our kids are looking at and give them the tools, so to speak. Hey kids, if you see anything, don't look at it. Except for if you see some if you open up your phone, you might see something that you have, that you unintentionally looked at. I'll give you an example. I woke up on a Saturday good Saturday morning, Sabbath day. And I go to open up my phone and I'm telling you what, never have I ever, I don't, look, I, I, I urge you to you search your soul, but I don't look at porn. However, when I opened up my, what is it called? DuckDuckGo <laughs> browser, then there was some, uh, you know, nefarious porn star activities that popped up on my screen as an ad. And it shocked me because I tried to close the screen because I don't want to look at it. And there it was continuing on. It made you go through another screen to get out of it. So I had to sit there and watch 15 people because it was a lot of screen pumping away at life. Nakedly. So into each other's, you know, or Orpheus's. And I had to watch that to try to get out. That's shocking, disturbing. And honestly, I want to know parts of that. So, yes, those things should be stopped by AI before it even gets to you when you open up your Safari and or any other, you know, app that you're going into that you want no parts of that. I'm happy that that was me that had to see it because I rebuked it in the name of Jesus because that's just what I'm going to do. But what if it was my 11 year old? Right. That's not okay. 
So yes, logically speaking, mom and even a person that does not like to look at things nefarious as porn, I agree. We should not have to encounter that, right? So let's go on to what the bill would do by this, okay? The bill would do this by creating and implementing a new legislative and regulatory framework through a new online harms act. This framework would mandate online platforms, including live streams and user-uploaded adult content services, to adopt measures that reduce risk and harm in seven specific categories of harmful content. The Online Harms Act would also uh, require services to remove content that, one, sexually victimizes a child or re-victimizes a survivor. That feels just. Can't argue with that. Two, an intimate content posted without consent. Non-compliance could lead to strict penalties. Sounds about right. I can agree with that. Why are they into my Instagram stories? And then you click on it while who's looking at my stories and you have to encounter orifices. That sounds about right. No, thank you. Requiring through the new Online Harms Act that services provide clear and accessible ways to flag harmful content and block users implement safety measures tailored for children and implement other measures <coughs> to reduce exposure to seven categories of harmful content, including content that involves bullying children. Sounds about right. Promote self-harm among young people. Sounds about right. These categories need categories, though, <coughs> but we'll get into that later. Creating stronger laws to help protect all people in Canada from hatred and on and offline by creating a definition of hatred in the criminal code. You said people. What about people who identify with being furries? You got to add everything into this category. Okay. This is where I'm talking about the language. Go with me on this. Increasing penalties for the existing hate propaganda offenses, creating a standalone hate crime offense and creating additional set of remedies for online hate speech in the Canadian Human Rights Act. Enhancing the act respecting the mandatory reporting of internet child pornography by persons who provide an internet service to better protect young people. Does that mean we can charge Mark Zuckerberg and friends? Klaus Schwab and friends? Bill Gates and friends? I don't know. These are just allegedly people who are just trying to you know, implement mandates and things that we maybe are feel offended by. It feels like a hate crime. Can we charge them? Language, my friends. Establishing a new digital safety commission to oversee and enforce the Online Harms Act's regulatory framework and a new digital safety ombudsperson to act as a resource and advocate for public interest with respect to systemic issues related to online safety. However, that provides a problem, Digital Safety Commission, because I just got off the phone with my child's school and I had to speak to the principal, in fact, because what happens is this child of mine has, you know, sporting events. So we call them off of school. I'll just say them because I don't want them to feel like, you know, they're being, you know, spoken about on, you know, this podcast broadcast for this particular story. 
And uh, sometimes I share with who, who the child is, but this particular story, we'll leave them, you know, nameless. And uh, so then we call them out of school for their various events, right? And we get robocalls saying that they hadn't checked out when, in fact, we know they've checked out because they've gotten their teacher to sign the papers and I've signed the papers and they've done their part. And so when I'm speaking to the principal, they say, well, the problem is, is that the AI is not getting the information soon enough or by the end of the day. So we end up making a call and or sending an email. And it's just because the system hasn't been updated. Problem. It's a problem. AI is not a human being and AI has too many jobs. There are human beings that are without work. Can we get human beings on there with their human eyes that they can, with their human voices that are not manipulated by AI to get in there and be able to pick up the phone and talk to people and settle things by their expertise. Can we get back to that? Because the Digital Safety Commission might find that same problem that I'm having with my child's school. They're not getting it right. And then can you take AI to court? If in fact they say something is not right that you feel is right, can AI be taken to court? No. Can AI spend a minute in prison? No. But they can certainly mess up things for people. I digress. Let's move on. Everyone in Canada should be able to access an online environment where they can express themselves freely without fearing for their safety or their life. What if I say that someone's costume made me shrivel down and melt in a puddle because it gave me trauma because I saw a clown that tried to harm me when I was a child? And now I'm looking on my Instagram and uh, everything's fine. But then I run into a clown costume and now I want to sue Instagram and the, and the user because it shocked my trauma. Interesting. How do we legally define that trauma? Because I am sensitive to someone wearing pink and I just went online and they were dripped in pink from the head to the toe and it's traumatizing me. I digress. Let's move on. The government will uphold Canadians constitutional right to freedom of expression, which is essential in health in a healthy democracy. There's also an urgent need for better safeguard for social media users, particularly children. I agree with that. Parents and social media platforms should know the ages of the users and allow them to only see within their age branch. I agree with that. And then parents, we can only do our parts to say, listen, you can't be looking at things that, that are not in your age range. That is what we can do. However, we all know when you send your kids off to school, do you follow them or do you pray for them and send them on and pray that they have a wonderful day and that they're doing things that are right and upstanding and they're involving themselves in society in a wonderful way? If you said the latter, then that's what you ha- that's what we have to think about in this circumstances because parents can't be on the over looking over their shoulder with their you know blackout screen protectors trying to see what they're doing online all day. It's not, (laughs) if you have a teenager, if you know, you know. 
Can't look to the side of the screen, try to see what they're doing. You can't even see it. They got the black, you know what I mean? All right. So this is why the new, I, now we're going to continue on. This is why the new framework is focused on seven types of the most damaging and extremely harmful content online. Content that sexually victimizes a child. Again, that sounds absolutely logical. And we should protect our children from sexual advances at all costs. We should also note that if there is a law that gives children at the age of 12 their ability to consent, we should probably consider that that's a little too young. Okay? They can't even go and get a tattoo, but they can consent to sexual practices. That's a problem. Personally, for me, that's a problem. Big, huge problem. I don't want my kid at that age to consent to anything. They can't even consent to making their own lunch. How the heck can they consent to giving their body away? No, 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 thank you. We should, those should go hand in hand. Intimate content communicated without consent. Again, stop going in my Instagram with your naked booty parts. Violent extremists and terrorist content. It seems obvious. No one should be, you know, worried about their safety because people are, you know, threatening to punch their lights in or shoot them and do different things like that. That's a no thank you. That's obvious. Stop it. No thank you. That should be something that is a absolute issue and can be prosecuted violent extremist and terrorist content content that incites violence content that forments hatred what does that mean content that forments hatred i need to know more about what that means because if i I, personally i have a platform on instagram where i'm an evangelist and i speak about what i believe we should all look for it too. And that's the salvation found through Jesus. And quite often Instagram flags my content and takes it down and says that it is spam, says that it is, it is spam, 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 spam. I could say Jesus loves you and they take it down. It seems like that word Jesus is really problematic for that algorithm. Maybe it's their digital whatever safety commission that thinks that that is a f- is fearful of that name because if i put a bible verse it instantly gets taken down i've taken screenshots of all of those actions that have been taken against my account how does that permit hate and it says it in spam it can pre- this can include hatred um the promising of something uh, uh, of certain actions if you like none of these things are in my post It is just expressing the good news, which is found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Or however, whatever I'm putting in there, it's, in my opinion, very, very loving and thoughtful. But can the algorithm think that that's a spam or better terrorism or better incites violence because you think something different? Because I'm not saying that what you think is wrong. But it can create a conversation so that people can have dissent. But if I go on to say, this is violent, it's fermenting hatred against me because she's a Christian and she's sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Five years imprisonment. That's 
biblical. That's prophecy. That's end time stuff. You will be hated for my name is what the Bible says. They will throw you in prison for my name is what the Bible says. They did it to Paul. This is all biblical. So I'm wondering what what are we what are we meaning when we're saying that content that formants hatred, content that's used to bully a child. Bam! No, we should definitely not allow that content, right? So it makes it's it's like the gaslighting Super Olympics here. It's like it tugs at your heartstream because we say ch- child in every other sentence, but then we say all people in every other sentence, and then we say basically that these are you have to teeter totter over what you think or what the AI thinks or what the digital algorithm thinks is fomenting hatred, right? Online platforms, including live streams and adult content servants, must be transparent that and and they must be held accountable. The safety of everyone in Canada, especially children, society most vulnerable, depends on it. That's obvious. We should all be walking around here feeling safe. We should all be walking around here loving. We should all be walking around here being able to spread what we think is good if it is not including harming someone physically it not including sharing images of sexual nature to children for goodness sake and that should also include not uh, not allowing children by the age of 12 to consent to sexual behavior that is well advanced for their age this is ridiculous if uh, if you cannot go into a tattoo parlor this should be the rule if you cannot go into a tattoo parlor and get a tattoo then you're probably not to sign up for a tattoo, then you're probably not ready to make life-altering decisions. You can have a child if you take certain actions of sexual nature. So that would be a child having a child because they can consent at the age of 12. Are you kidding me? Now look into that age. I'm not sure if that's the exact age, but that's something that I think was alarming to me when I had read it. But look into the age of consent laws in Canada. Or wherever you're from. And you tell me if that age is not too young. That is harmful. To me that is hatred. That is harmful. And that is very damaging to children. So if we're protecting children. Let's not gaslight our way around things. And try to take away people's freedoms online. To speak about certain topics that may be uncomfortable. Let's take away those things that we shouldn't see. Like adult content blaring out into your into your app into your phone when you did not ask for it that should be taken away absolutely but now what's what it's saying is the algorithm's going to go in and possibly make a lot of mistakes because it's going to associate you know certain things with hate when that's not what it's intended to we're we're we're, t- we're teeter-tottering over shaky ground and will the judges be ai if you got to take this to court, will the lawyers be AI? This is what we're dealing with, people. This is not alarming to you. This should, this should be alarming. We should think about these things. Because in a lot of ways, it can mean good. And in a lot of ways, this can mean something that people don't even realize that they're getting in, themselves involved with in the nature of being in trouble based on seven contents of 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 user 
you know, online stuff. I don't even know if I said that right. (laughs) Digital safety. There we go. Because there is no question that there is a need for digital safety. However, the alarming part is that AI is going into your personal phones, your personal whatever you do, and telling you that you're that you are doing something and saying something that goes against their algorithm and it could be as simple this is my this is my big butt however this is my big however and it can be as simple as spreading the gospel cuz that's what i've run into every time my content i can't even post a comment because i've shared a prayer online that is absolutely in my opinion i will say it loud and clear never to harm anybody it's just to share and spread the gospel of jesus christ which i am called to do as a christ follower as a person who loves jesus aka yahusha christ the savior hamashiach son of god Okay, that is my job as a Christ follower is to just say, hey, you know, if you want to be free of sin and walk away from that, it's not easy, but there is a way. Follow Christ. Drop all the sin at the door. Drop all the toxic behaviors, the smoking, the the, the sex prior to marriage, the the changing of 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 of. Of, of things that you think are wrong about yourself and just accepting that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. We've all done it. We've all made decisions because we think that God made mistakes, but in fact, he didn't. It's just that we are thinking ahead of God. And so these are things that you can share. That's not meant to harm someone. That's not telling you what you believe isn't right. That's between you and what you believe. But it is our right to share, just like if you have a good cake and you want to walk around, you want to share that cake with your neighbors. It's not offensive because you wanted to share the cake. You just know it's good. They can say yes to it or no to it. But you want to offer the cake because you know that you're sitting on something that is absolutely divine. Would that be considered hate? According to the Digital Safety Commission or AI. Well, you don't know that this person might have been traumatized by that, that, uh, that butter cake growing up. That's all they smelled in their house where their dad was yelling at them and beating their mom. That's a safety issue. How will you know? How does the algorithm tell you what's right from wrong? Now, that could be an extreme circumstance. It could maybe, maybe it's not that serious. Char Michelle, maybe it's not that serious. Or maybe it is. Because the name Jesus is not that serious to be kicking a person off and spamming them down a lot, not allowing me to comment and interact with people, not allowing me to have a live stream because I spread the gospel. That's just weird. So I go on to say that the C63 bill that has just passed. Sounds like a wonderful thing. It just passed on February the 26th. Sounds like a wonderful 2024. Wonderful thing. However, it can be something that can cause a lot of issues based on perception. 
and what you perceive. So the law is going to have to have laws and have to have subcategories as to what is what is in fact going to be harmful, what it can trigger in people. You know, the smell of butter could be harmful and trigger very, very, very bad trauma because a person was abused in a house that was baking cakes all day. Think about it. Because these laws are changing. And even your intentions, be they good, can be considered harmful. Now, again, this can be extreme, but this is something that we should all think about. And when we're thinking about integrating our lives into society in such a way where we're looking out for our children's safety, absolutely imperative. We should think about our own way of communicating and what AI, what digital will do for the future of your freedoms. Think about it. Later. WTF Landia Radio Disclaimer By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless specifically stated stated otherwise, the WTF Landia radio show does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, products, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast, and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or contents of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws such as materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or, or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to reliance on or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in the podcast.